Yo, wake up. It's Monday. It's time to get it going. Because every single Monday, I have a challenge for you. Are you ready for the challenge? Authentic, positive mindset warriors are always ready for the challenge. So if you down for it, man, then challenge on. Fly. I got six jobs. I don't get tired. I don't get What is up? Today is a beautiful Monday. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Authentic Positive Mindset Warrior. We're going out here attacking all challenges. You know I come to you every single Monday with the Authentic Positive Mindset Warrior because we're authentic. We always attack the good, bad, and ugly. We're positive because we're always looking for the best outcome, the stuff we want. We are we have we we incorporate the mindset because it all starts in the mind first before you do any action or achieve anything in real life. And you're a warrior, man. You got to go out there and be on attack mode all the time. You're not running away from anything. So I want you to understand when I talk about the authentic, positive mindset warrior, it's a compound thing. It's not a singular thing. It's compound, meaning you are putting a lot of moving parts into motion and you are taking action. I said something very important, taking action. Let me repeat it, taking action. The reason why... um, I have to repeat that is because, look, I had a hard time with this, man. There were a few things I had a hard time with, and I'm going to tell you them right now. This is a bonus. Two things. Number one, commitment. Number two, action. Commitment. Commitment means you made a promise to yourself that you're going to see whatever you're doing through the good, bad, and ugly. This is the reason why in marriages they ask, are you committed to this person through sickness and in health? Not in just sickness or not when they look good or not when things are good and the money is flowing in. Yo, are you with this person through life, man? Good and bad times, because that shit is going to happen. Are you committed? Committed. Not are you here when it's good or when it feels good, or you're just a fence straddler. When it's good, you're here. When it's not, you're gone. Are you committed? So commitment means a promise. I had a problem with commitment. I couldn't keep my promises. I would say shit. It didn't mean anything, because I wasn't about my word. So my words didn't mean shit. And that's the worst. You ever met a person, they say they're going to do something, they never fucking follow through? That is the worst, man. You literally, their word means nothing. It holds no weight. Like, that person is unreliable, and you don't give a shit about them. They are unvaluable. Like, you, you don't value them. You get what I'm saying? Now, think of the flip side. Have you ever met a person, every time they say they're going to do something, they fucking do it? And then they do it, like, they, <laughs> they don't even give you what you want. They give you more than what you want. That motherfucker is valuable. Because that person is, you you value, when that person says they're going to do it, they're going to do it. And I got a friend, an entrepreneur friend, his name is Travis. Travis, shout out to you, Weehaul Moving and Services out here in Sandpoint, Idaho. When Travis says he's going to do something, yo, that dude comes through. Like when he says he's going to do something, he comes through. There's literally people that will ask me something about housing or moving and I'll be like, yo, talk to Travis. He'll get it done. No matter what the circumstances are, he'll get it done. I believe in that dude. So he has, his value is the utmost to me. You get what I'm saying? Now there's some other people, when they say they're going to do something, I hold no merit to what they say. Because I'm like, they're not going to do it. So commitment. And then number two, action. There's a lot of people that I talk to on a daily basis that say a lot of things that don't mean shit. They don't take the action. So here's the thing. Commitment and action are hand in hand. When you say you're going to do something, are you going to do it? I do this to my son all the time. He says he's going to do something, and I say, yo, he, I'm going to do this. I say, I don't give a fuck what you say. I want to see results. 
because talk doesn't mean shit to me. Results do. Here's where people mess up, though. People think that when they say they're going to do something and, and they don't get the exact result they want, maybe it's not favorable, they, they get down on themselves. And then because the result was maybe a, a, a failure result, if you will, um, or it was less than, they quit. And it's like, no, dude, you have to understand, that's what we want. <laughs> we want you to fail. Listen to what I'm saying. Like, the idea that you are doing something and that you are finishing it is really more important than the fact that you're getting the results you want in the beginning. I said a lot there. So, the fact that you are doing something and then you're finishing what you say you are going to finish, regardless of the outcome, is more important in the beginning than the actual result itself. Because you are showing yourself that, yo, when I do something, I can see it through to the end. I'm committed. And you're telling yourself the more times you do that, the more times you go through that action of actually starting something and ending something, like finishing something, the more times your mind is like, okay, whatever I say, I finish. Like literally that action just says, whatever I say, I finish. And so when you complete that process over and over, um, it becomes easier for you to say you're going to do something and see your way through to the end. Now, Getting the results is sort of a middle to an end process. Like that is the next step, if you will. And the the crazy part is that most beginners, most people, they see themselves at that next level step. I want to get the results. What's my ROI? Motherfucker, you're not even good at starting and finishing stuff. <laughs> you, you worried about ROI. Why don't you finish something first? Now, this is very important because... In life with everything, there are steps. You have to take steps to get to certain levels. You're not going to start out and jump out beast mode level 10. It's not going to happen. And unfortunately, that's what losers think like. So I'm going to give you the uh, uh, ability to force change in your life and to be comfortable with that. The ability to force change in your life and be comfortable with that. Now, first of all, if change promotes fear inside of you, good. That's what it's supposed to do. There's a, there's two different ways to look at this though. And I'm going to give you the perspective. Now, this Wednesday's the dark side of your authenticity is going to give you the bad and the ugly that we dealt with as a country. And even the bad and the ugly I dealt with in my life with my knee infection of how it prepared me for COVID-19. So when I talk about the bad and the ugly COVID-19, a lot of shit happened last year, right? That was change being forced upon people. People weren't ready for that shit. You know why? Because they weren't forcing change in their own life. So I'm going to tell you on Wednesday how I over how I got through 2020 and why I was able to stay happy and upbeat and motivated. That doesn't mean bullshit didn't happen to me. I'm telling you what I did to deflect that shit and how I stayed the course because I forced change. So today's episode is really... The challenge that I gave to my Facebook group, my private Facebook group, I want you to click the link in the description of this episode so that you can get in because I challenge them. I challenge them every single Monday. Yo, I give you a challenge. And this week's challenge is about forcing change, the force change challenge. So I'm going to give it to you, the force change challenge. Are you forcing change? Now, here's what I want you to know what's important about forcing change in your life. I'm going to give you two perspectives here. I want you to listen carefully. Most people wait until something happens to them in order for them to change. 
In other words, maybe you're working a job right now. You know you don't like that shit. You know you should be getting a better job, but right now you're getting paid. (laughs) So you're not thinking about changing. You'll think about changing when you get to it or when something happens. That's how most people, that's how I used to think. We, We all get trapped into that thought process. So what ends up happening is some bullshit goes down at the job or... COVID-19 happens and your ass is let go. Now, all of a sudden you're panicking. Now, all of a sudden you want to touch up your resume and now you want to get on LinkedIn and now you want to act like, yo, I, you know, I'm that person. I have these skills. But all along, you've seen the writing on the wall. And so what you didn't realize is that those were the red flags, the triggers to get your ass moving. But you didn't move. You didn't move. You decided to just chill. It'd be like a, a, a bear in the, you know, in the in the summer not doing anything to prepare for the winter, you know? You're just sitting there chilling. Like, summer's going to just happen all throughout the entire year. And so what ends up happening is when change is forced upon you, like COVID did, furloughing people, sending people home, people were shook. They were like, oh, shit. Now they were given options they didn't want. It's not like, you know, you might have wanted to be sent home, but it's not like you wanted to be sent home without a paycheck. Some people were forced home and they had to do their whole work at home, which some people didn't realize that was an opportunity in itself. And, you know, I'm going to put my story on pause. The opportunity is, yo, there's somebody I know. There's somebody I know that had an opportunity like that given to them. They were sent home and they were blessed with an opportunity where they performed very well from home. They performed very well. They, they, their numbers increased with what they were doing. I mean, they did a phenomenal job. And I remember telling this person, I'm like, yo, this is a fucking opportunity. Do you not see this? And this person just had a newborn child. I'm like, yo, you need to be up in your boss's ear telling them, I can do this from home. Look at what I've done. Look at the, the stats that I have created just from home. Let me do this from home from now on. You get what I'm saying? Now, they would have to come back into the office every now and then, but I'm pushing them because I'm like, yo, this opportunity it came out of nowhere. Do you not see this? But most people, what they would do is, oh, well, I had my time at home. Now I'm going to go back to work, not paying attention. Now, I don't know where that person is with that situation, but I'm giving you that as an example that sometimes bad shit, well, all the time when bad shit happens, there's an opportunity there. Are you keeping your eyes open for the opportunity or are you stuck on... What has happened to you? Most people, 99% of the people are stuck on, oh my God, why did this happen to me? So back to the story. COVID-19 was thrusted upon everybody. And what it did was put everybody in a very tight fucking situation. Whether it was financially, whether it was with your marriage, whether it was with your career, it puts you in a real tight spot. And you most likely, you didn't like it. And what that should have taught people was there's opportunity there. Number one, are you reflecting on why you're in that situation? Number two, are you actually objectively looking at your situation and saying, yo, this is fucked up. I don't ever want to be here. Let me get out ahead and make sure that this doesn't happen to me financially in my you know, marriage, in my career or in anywhere else. And then are you saying, OK, let me find opportunity in this. Most people didn't. Most people were crying, whining, complaining, bullshitting on social media, posturing. You know, you know, they were perpetuating the already disasters that were going on in the world, hoarding toilet paper, doing stupid shit. A lot of people were drinking a lot, Netflix and chill, wasting time. And they didn't realize it was a perfect opportunity to spend more time with your family. 
realign your values, get yourself into a position where this doesn't happen to you again. So figuring out an opportunity to make for yourself in the time where you're sent home. So I want you to understand when change is forced upon you, you're really given, you know, um, choices that you don't want. People were given choices. Now they got to either pick up an extra job or they got to do something from home or they got to figure out a new career. Choices they weren't, they're put in tight spots. They have, you have to do something and you have to make a choice that you don't want to make. So in other words, if you are all of a sudden laid off your job, now you have to find another job. And most likely it's a job you don't want in a place you don't want and and doing something you don't want to fucking do. That's what happens when change is forced upon you. You are given choices that you are not in control of and you don't want. And it sucks. That's why most people hate change is because change is forced upon them. Now, flip side. What if you force change? What if you force change out of nowhere? You, meaning you know you want a different job, so you're going to go out there, you're going to touch up your resume anyway, long before you see the writing on the wall. You're going to go out there and you're going to look for the jobs that you want. So this way you are in control of your fucking choices. So every job interview that you get or every job opportunity you look for and seek and looks like something that is what you want, you're in control of that. It's yours. These are all your opportunities. So no matter which job you land at, it's yours. You chose it. This is your location you chose to go work at. This is your thing you chose to do. You're more excited when it's yours. You're more into it. It makes sense. You want to change because it's yours. You own it. So now think about this. You go out for multiple job interviews. You you land the job that you want. You're happier. You chose that job. That doesn't mean you're happy forever. Understand what I'm saying. Which one do you want? Do you want to choose the job you want? Or do you want somebody to tell you, yo, you got to get this job because you need fucking money? It's a big, big difference. When you force the change, you are in control. You are more in control of the job that you land as opposed to change being thrusted upon you. And now you got to choose what's out there. Now you're fighting with the leftovers with everyone else. It's like fight club out there. You just fighting for the leftover shit. So I want you to understand these are the importances of forcing change in your life. Here they are. Number one, I'm going to enact the ACE method. You got to ACE life, man. You got to ACE life. What does ACE mean? ACE. A. Take action. Action. A is for action. Action. Doing the work that gets you started. A. C. Clarity. You got to be extremely clear on what the fuck you want. When you're clear, you're focused. So... If you are uh, looking for that job, you got to be extremely clear on what, when I say extremely clear, what kind of salary do you want? What kind of work life do you want? Where do you want to work? Like get extremely clear, but be open to opportunity. So you can have a list of wants that you have, but be open and flexible to opportunities that are just a little bit outside of those. A, C, and now E, you got to execute. Execute, meaning doing the work until you achieve the goal that you want to have. You've got to be a finisher. The ACE method, before you even get started on forcing change, is what you need to know. The ACE method, ACE, action, clarity, execution. The ACE method is what you need to know before you force the change. Now, here's what you need to know to force change. you got to commit to the NRA. That's right. Commit to the NRA, the N, 
What are your non-negotiables? The things that you're willing to sacrifice, man? What are those things that you are non-negotiable? Tell me what they are. The things that you are not moving or budging on. The R. Responsibility. This means you're going to take accountability for what the fuck you do. (laughs) You are accountable to yourself. You're going to take responsibility for every action that you've taken. It happens to me because of me. A. This one's the most important. I talk about action. This is the amount of action that you take. In other words, are you taking 10x, that means 10 times more than the action that any normal person would take. If you want to send out, um, let's say, five resumes today. You want to send out five resumes so that you can connect with people. What's 10 times? 50. Send out 50 resumes. Now, people are probably listening like, why would I do that? That's a lot. That's too much work. Because, man, you need to force change to the point where you do so much action that it creates something. You can't do minimal action thinking that you're going to get back maximum return. You can't. And uh, the 10x rule by Grant Cardone taught me this. And yes, it works. It makes sense. When you guys see me on social media, I can guarantee you that on just about every platform you are on, you have found me somewhere twice in a day. I can all but guarantee it. You have found me twice in a day somewhere. I'm on Instagram, YouTube, Snapchat, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn. Um, You name it, I'm on it. I guarantee you, you've seen me twice in a day. Why? Because I put out 10 times more content than the average person. Why? Because I need to connect with people. My business is about coaching. I'm not going to sit here and over-contemplate one fucking post. (laughs) That's stupid. Oh my God, should I post this? What if I post it? How many people will engage? What if I don't get enough views? I don't give a damn. I post it and move on. That's the idea of 10x. Because I got to get through the noise. There's a lot of people out there. I got to get through the noise to connect with people. It does not make sense for me to post one time. Now, this is me personally. This is me. I tell people often when I when I when people talk about quantity or quality, I'm like, fuck all that quantity. If you do quantity, you will eventually get quality. But the fight over quantity and quality is for people that don't want to do shit and people that do do shit. That's the reason why there's a fight in the first place over that is because the people that do less than want to make an excuse of why it's okay to do less than i want quality yeah we all want quality but you can't get quality if you don't do enough (laughs) it's it's like saying that you'll become a sharpshooter if you only take 10 shots if you only take 10 shots at the shooting range you'll become a sharpshooter instantly no you won't you need to take thousands of shots in order to become a quality sharpshooter because you don't know what the fuck you're doing in 10 shots not even a hundred or a thousand. You have to take like 10,000 before you can really understand what a quality shot is. Do you understand what I'm saying? Now, I went on a rant about that because I need people to understand. If I tell you to send 50 resumes, 50 times five, man, do that in a week, right? And I want you to understand how many resumes you fucking sent. That's a lot. So does that mean that you're going to get a lot of choices in return? Yes. Don't you want that? You want an abundance of choices. You don't want to be limited. That's the idea of the amount of action. And when you do the amount of action, I also added urgency on there. You got to be urgent. 
So this they're, they're, this is compound, man. When I say the NRA, your non-negotiables, what are the things that you just like, yo, I'm not I'm not sacrificing that. I'm just not. And and yes, this is important because you got to get clear on what you what you want. Now you can't be so closed-minded into this that you're like, I won't do A, B, C, D, E, F all the way through Z. No, man. This is just a few, like two. Okay? And then or you got to get responsible. You got to be accountable to yourself. Get responsible. If you're not responsible or accountable to yourself, you're not going to last long when it become when it when to create success. You're not. You got you got to be super accountable. Everything happens to me because of me. Like you got to get like that in your head. If you're not, you can forget trying to create success because you're not. You're going to be constantly blaming shit. And a the amount of action a is probably the most important of all of these. What amount of action are you willing to take? Not based on how you feel, based on what you want. Because I guarantee you, if you take 10 times more action than everybody else that's trying to get the same job, bro, you stand out, bro. You, you stand out. You stand out. Even if you don't know what the fuck you're doing, you stand out. It's very hard not to stand out if you're doing that much action. People want to know about you. So I want you to understand the importance of that. And the reason why I say urgency is because, bro, when you're urgent about stuff, when everybody else is chilled, you get more action. You get more choices. Things seem to bounce your way because everybody's chilling out. So 2018, everybody's chilling out, doing their thing. Economy was good. 2019, everything is pretty good. All of a sudden, 2020, everything falling apart and people are like, oh my God. Meanwhile, people like me that were doing 10x action when everybody else was chilling and finding clients and sitting here doing everything when everybody was like, oh, no, the money is good. I'm chill. How about you? You know, I'm like, bro, I'm working. I'm working. And people are like, dog, what's wrong with you, man? Like, like, just chill out. I'm like, no, because I'm working for 2020. So the idea of forcing change is this. My mindset is I'm urgent when everybody's is chilled out. I'm urgent when everybody's chilled. When everybody's urgent, I'm chilled out. Now, how does that work? Because when things are good, I'm working like a crazy man because I'm working for the next downfall. The next downfall of the economy, the next downfall of you know business, the next downfall of real estate, the next downfall of anything. I'm working for that. I'm like the you know the the ants that store up. I'm storing up for that. Now you might be thinking, man, I don't want to work like that. You don't really. Do you want to work the opposite way, like most people? Oh, you're gonna chill out when times are good, and then just uh, just expect that that shit's gonna last forever. And then when times get bad, you're like, oh my god, why is this happening to me? Aren't you tired of that? You got to force change. The best way to force change, commit to the NRA. What are your non-negotiables? What are you going to be responsible for? And then the amount of action that you're going to take right now. Amount of action, bro. That is the most important. I'll leave you with this. I often tell people about when I talk about the amount of action, I, I tell people it's comparative to like McDonald's. We all know the best hamburger joint that's in our neighborhood. Think of that hamburger joint that's in your neighborhood right now. You know they got the best burgers, man. They got, like, that shit fills you up. They got the best fries. They got the best fucking menu, bro. Like, you go there, you could spend, like, six, seven bucks, and you get a meal that'll last you for, like, two days. Now, think about McDonald's. You go spend that same six, seven dollars at McDonald's. You eat that meal, you're still hungry. <laughs> you like fuck McDonald's, man. <laughs> you know? You mad. So what's the difference between McDonald's and your local hamburger joint? Quantity. 
McDonald's is everywhere. No, they're not everywhere. They air where. When you take a road trip, you fucking find McDonald's in a, a, a podunk town. And what do you do? You buy fucking McDonald's. When you traveling across the world on the other side of the globe, you, you, you looking for something that's going to make you feel like home. Where do you go? McDonald's. Why? Because they are fucking everywhere. Everywhere. Uh, quantity, man. It's the number of fast food joints they have per square mile in every single fucking country. It's not about how it's not about how good their hamburgers are. It's about where can they be located? Because if I'm located here, there and everywhere, you're most because I'm seeing the most, you're most likely comfortable with me. You're going to go with me. You know me. I'm comforting. The only ones that know your local food joint or that burger joint is the locals. When they leave town, they, you ain't going to see that burger joint. So as good as that burger is, doesn't fucking matter. Because you're going to go with what you know over what you've been told. So let that be, let that sink in when you're posting content on social media. Stop posting because you know you. Stop posting because your friends know you. Start posting as if nobody knows you. Because really, on the internet, nobody fucking knows you. Unless you have a, 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 a check mark next to your name. And there's been people I've come by with check marks next to their name. I'm like, how the, who the fuck is this? <laughs> so you need to post as if you are meeting people for the first time. Because a lot of people really are meeting you for the first time. They don't know who you are. Stop overthinking shit. So I want you to understand, force change. When you force change, you get what the fuck you want. When change is forced upon you, you get shit. Force change. It's your boy Fred Blumenberg coming to you on my episode, The Positive, The Authentic Positive Mindset Warrior, every single Monday, dropping this episode. Now, the antithesis of this is on Wednesday, The Dark Side of Your Authenticity. I want you to look out for that show because I'm going to tell you how my knee infection in 2018 prepared me for COVID 19 in 2020. It's your boy Fred Blumenberg. Guys, I love you. Be blessed. I will see you on the other side. Subscribe and share. Don't play with the hustle, you eat all your stuff. Don't let me pretend to just be who you are. Get it, get fly. I got six jobs. I don't get tired. I was trying to get it out of here. I want them dead presidents.